This episode has been brought to you by Made With Rage. Made With Rage is a black British-owned Etsy store selling Harry Potter and Star Wars face masks, perfect for this current times, swimwear, bags, and loads more. All products have been handmade with love and care, and bespoke requests are welcome. To find out more, click on the link in the description, or visit etsy.com slash madewithrage0. You said you'd come. Lawrence, hope Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Rulam Talks. Bloody hell! It's been that long, Richard. Yeah, I nearly forgot the name of my own podcast. That's 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 showing something, isn't it? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you know, uh, you may recognise my voice from last time. If you don't, once again, I don't blame you because it has been a bit of time. I'm rich of views. Unfortunately, uh, Jason can't be with us once again. That's just, uh, you know, the trials and tribulations of life. But he will be joining us soon. So uh, anybody who's here for him, trust me, he will be back. But in his place, we've also once again got our, um, what, what, what should we call you? A lodger? I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know how like on Fraggles, Uncle Travelling Matt? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I come every now and again, and I, and I just disappear. <laughs> and you just and you like, do I? As a viewer, you're like, do I like this? Is this good? Because I kind of like the Fraggles better, but like this Uncle Traveler Matt thing is kind of interesting too. But it's not the Fraggles. It's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, me. Jed oh, Shepherd. Jed Shepherd in the house. Yeah. Jigger man, jigger man, that's what's up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, well, I mean, I mean, the last time we, the last time we recorded was quite some time ago. But we saw yeah. each other. What? What? Two weeks ago? Was it last week? Uh, it could. Like, it might even be last week. Actually, was it last like, week? Yeah, it was Monday, last week, Monday, last week right? or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw each other yeah. in real life. In, in the cinema life, yeah. of all places. In the cinema, yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, today's going to be a little short little recording, but you just want to give a little brief breakdown of of how we managed or how we were allowed to see each other on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we basically were breaking the rules, Nana. Um, so, like, <laughs> my my film host, like, I can't remember the last what we talked about last time I was on and I spoke about host, but like, it's kind of like kicked up a, like another few gears. It's getting like a proper cinema release in December who knows if like cinemas will even exist in December to be honest but like it's been announced that it's getting a theatrical release in December and then a couple of days ago it was announced it's being sold to Latin America like a million Asian countries all over Europe yeah man like South Korea Japan like um Taiwan just every Latin American country It's, it's just been sold to all those places too so it's going to be in the cinema like worldwide and um but yeah we saw each other because um this month of october there's been a a bunch of screenings uh around london basically and as a kind of like a preview for for the december screenings and so it was at the bfi it was the third third showing at the bfi in the big nft1 room uh, on the on the biggest screen possible and uh, it was so cool to watch it on that screen, man. So cool. Um, yeah, just watching, like, just that's the kind of how how I imagined it. Like, like, I wanted people to experience, like, my movie, just in a cinema with a bunch of people around and just laughing and being scared and screaming and, and all that stuff. Um, it just really adds to it. And even though it's technically like a desktop horror, like people are calling it, like, mm. it works on the big screen because, like, a horror is a horror, man. Like, people are desperate for content now so like it's it's really cool that they came out and um and you guys you and marquee came out and uh i went to to check it out uh but yeah what what did you think on the big screen 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like as Jed said, it was just, uh, well, we've got like a little geek group, um, which if you do see us, uh, you know, I mean, anybody's free to join. Just just send us a little message. Well, you know, we'll have to screen you first because we've had yeah. issues in the past. <laughs> but, <laughs> Some recovered from that. Yeah, I know, I know. Damn. <laughs> Stop it. I don't like mommy and daddy fighting. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but we had, I ended up going with um, Marquita, also known as Yellow Rage Attacks. Um, that's a that's an Instagram handle. Go go t- pay her a visit. So we ended up going to see it in the cinema, obviously, um, for the screening. Um, this was the second time that I had seen it. it was the, but it was the first time that Marquita had seen it. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, we should actually do another episode where we talk about it, all three mm-hmm. of us, and maybe get Jason on. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the thing that I found that 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 I found fascinating about the film is that it works on laptop, which is what I originally saw it on. Mm-hmm. And then it works on the big screen. And then on top of that, it's still scary. So even though I yeah. knew what was going to happen, I was still, you know, I was still, I was still scared. Like even See, at the job part, even that was for me, like, man. Even for me, I'm just like, just certain moments where, because I'm thinking, because if people don't remember or don't know, like host, like we filmed it in lockdown, we made it in like 12 weeks and then it went on to shudder and like, I did not think it was going to blow up. And then it just like blew up and it's, I'm in, I'm in Time Magazine, Rolling Stone, like I've been on the BBC, on ITV, like it's gone ridiculous. Like whatever you can dream about your independent movie, like like where it can go, that's what, what happened. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, man, just, just, it, it still, it still gets me when I watch my friends and we, we shot it with, with like, with my friends. So like, it's just a, a, a different WhatsApp group than the one that um, you and Jason are in. Uh, this yeah. one called a Quarantine Movie Club, where it's like me and like like film industry friends, and we just made it with them. And so when I watch it, when I watch it, I'm thinking, oh, my friends are in danger. Like this is like tense because even though like I wrote it, I'm still like, oh wow, man, this is it's still getting to me. And I think that shows kind of how like it's effective it's effectively set up and even though i know exactly what's going to happen it still gets me and like i've seen online people have watched it's been out for two months people have watched it 50 times already people have said they watch it every day they show it to their kid literally there's a person who shows it to their kids every day because they keep requesting to watch it and their kids are like three and four years old and they're and keep it on they call it Haley movie because like Haley's yeah. the first person to say Haley movie Haley movie and then it has has to put on Haley movie um but yeah man it's 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 crazy it's literally crazy and we're just starting to to shoot the next one like in a, in a few weeks um actually just before this i was in like basically the final story meeting with rob and um Gemma hurley the um co-writers and and rob's the director and we were just going through the last little tweaks and like we've made it like better we've made it better and it's cool when when you think something's perfect and then you go back to it and you and you tweak it and tweak it and tweak it and make it even better than before like it's really satisfying and it's so much more ambitious than host even though like host host is like my baby but this is like this is like in in my mind scarier bigger more ambitious more fun maybe mm-hmm. um but yeah we've had a little we had a little a few more tools to play with this time around so okay um, yeah that's gonna be good and we're, yeah we're shooting it in a, in a few weeks and it'll be out like january probably like okay. that fast yeah okay, i'm liking it man i'm definitely definitely liking it I'm definitely yeah. liking it. okay cool. cool all right so on to today's topic Ooh, i just thought yeah. you know i was literally just you know scrolling the news feed as you do because that's all we can do because yep. we're still in this bloody lockdown, quarantine, work from home, bloody nonsense. Um, <laughs> and I came across that they're doing not only a reboot of Resident Evil, but then yep. a trailer for the Monster Hunter game came out. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Monster Hunter. Like, literally zero. I know it exists. I know it's popular. Yeah, 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 same here. It, it bypassed me, man. It bypassed me. So I was watching this trailer with fresh, fresh eyes. Yeah. Like, as, like... A standalone film so what, what, what did what did you think of the, of the trailer well the thing is like same thing i don't i know about monster hunter and i know of monster hunter mm-hmm. and i think i've even downloaded like a demo before but never played it or got had to get delete it because there's something else that took and um, precedence over it yeah. um but the trailer itself 
you know what? I'm going to sound like a bit of a DH and, you know, I'm sure you know what, <laughs> uh, the audience knows what a DH is. I'm trying to, trying to limit my swearing right now. That's one of the things, well, you know. But um, it just looked like a pile of BS. <laughs> <laughs> these initials are going, going out of control. Yeah, these initials. Yeah, man, I know. I'm going to feel like that, that bit in Rush Hour 2 or Rush Hour 3 where they yeah, started yeah. cutting each other's parents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but you know what it was? It, it just, once again, feels like it's a... It's an ego-fueled project directed yeah. by Paul W. Sanderson, and he just manages to get his, you know, beautiful actress wife, who can act when she puts her mind to it. That's one thing I've always said about Mila Jovovich. She yeah, can yeah. act. I just don't think she's acted in a very, very long time, you know, compared to what she's put out before. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and it just and it just felt like, it, you know, they've taken the premise of the Monster Hunter game. And they've just run away with it again, like what they did with the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, for me, that's the same. Like, as soon as I saw Mila Jovovich, I was like, oh, her husband's directed this again, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, And I checked. And then I saw the CGI. And, like, like I... I and we'll come on to this. I, I, I love the Resident Evil movies. But one thing I can say is sometimes the CGI is, is not great. And in this, mm. with a game that's as big as Monster Hunter, it even says it in the trailer, like the yeah. worldwide phenomenon, you need a worldwide phenomenon budget behind these things. It, yeah. In places, it looked like they had enough money for like, I don't know, they filmed it across like two days or whatever. Like, it, it feels <laughs> cheap. It feels, it feels cheaper than it should be for a movie on, on a scale. Like, that moment where the monster grabs the, the plane wing. Yeah. It looked terrible. It looked terrible. Um, other, and again, I don't know the game. So other things I noticed is it looks like it ripped off the Dune trailer a little bit as well with like okay. the sand dunes and like the monster yeah. coming out of the sand. I was like, they just did that on Dune. They just did that running away from the sand monster thing in, in, the, in the Dune trailer and they just copied it. Mm. Um, but I think Mila Jovovich is really like engaging. I think she like is a star because like she is talented like she yeah. can act she's beautiful she can she can do the moves man like she can yeah. she, she she knows her stuff she's martial arts is her thing um mm. always thought she was great i just think she's possibly at the tail end of being able to realistically carry off action movies yeah um and i guess that's why they teamed her up with a, a team of younger people mm. um but like did you cringe when they were when they said Oh, what are we, Guardians of the Galaxy? I was just like, mate. Listen, that should I have been out I... in draft one. That should have been taken out in draft <laughs> one. Like, holy. No, no, no. That shouldn't have even been in a draft. That's the type of thing <laughs> that someone say. like, you're, you're sitting in a writing room, yeah, someone yeah, yeah. says it out loud, and then you look at that person, you take out a gun and you shoot them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't even clean it up. You just leave for the yeah, day, yeah, leave yeah. them there until the cleaner comes like, on like Saturday. No, no, yeah. no, 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 Jed, you never clean it up because basically that person that just got shot. You leave that as a reminder for anybody else <laughs> for in the, the next, room. Like, if you ever come up with the next writer, yeah. Hey, what, what happened to the other guy? Oh, yeah, sitting next to you, man. He's, <laughs> he's rotting away. Um, yeah, like there was that bit, and there was another bit where some. I was talking to somebody earlier on, and they basically said that whenever you hear the line, "This, this is above my pay grade." Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. just another line which is just cliche. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, he wrote it. He wrote, he probably wrote it as well, right? And like, <laughs> God, I know, like. Some people are the computer game people, like computer game adaptation people, and that's his. I get it. That's his thing. But like, he, that that is the computer game script level. Like, yeah, yeah. You're making a movie. You're not making a cutscene. You know, like, like, yeah. Try a bit harder. <laughs> um, but to be fair, yeah, but, I will yeah. probably go to the cinema to watch this, like, because I think it'll be entertaining, even if it's a complete and utter like dog's dinner. Yeah. I think it'll be an experience. Well, I, I, I said I'm only going to see it, basically, if we can come up with some form of drinking game <laughs> in regards to, like, like just pick, like, like a couple of tropes. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I've always known about drinking games, but the last drinking game that I saw, which actually is the reason why I think it stuck in my head, was obviously when I was watching Host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, with the whole thing of, like, you know, what's, what's the word they, they, what's the... Astral plane, every time... Astral plane. They every say time astral plane, plane take a shot. Take a shot, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, I'll, I'll, a couple more trailers of Monster Hunter will come out. <laughs> I'll figure out a game and be like, okay, then cool. We're yeah, gonna get yeah. twatted tonight. Like, like, like yeah, literally yeah. S faced. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like I saw TI in it. I mean, God. I'm not I'm not gonna disparage him because 
but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Ti's in it. There was a fake Channing Tatum. Oh yeah, like, um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, can't remember he's his got name. A name. But, yeah, he's got Tom, a name. <laughs> Tom Hopper. Tom Hopper. That's, that, yeah. Tom Hopper's like fake. It's got Robbie ML in it. He's um, Arrow. Oh, is Robbie? Is Robbie in it? I yeah, him, yeah, like, he's that... one. Of, he's one of the the guy. Oh no, 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 no! No, no, you're thinking of Resident Evil. You're I'm thinking, thinking of which we'll come on to. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was some some randoms. Oh no, yeah, but it's got Eco Eco Iwaz, isn't it? Isn't he? Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. God, was it I Tony Jaa? Was it Tony Jaa? Like, I thought listen, it was neither of them. Listen, I'm I'm sounding overly racist right now. Listen, let me. <laughs> oh no, no, it's not. I don't. Th- it's. I think. Was it one of them? Wow. Okay. It was one, it was one of them. It was one of them. It was one of them. Nice. Hold on, hold on. Let's 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 get this right. Let me just <laughs> Monster Hunter 2020 film because you know what it is. I just saw the trailer for a film called yeah. Jiu-Jitsu with Nicolas Cage. Oh man, that look, and, that, um, see that looks cool. Yeah. That looks cool. I will watch the hell out of that. Okay, see, okay, so Tony Jaa is in Monster Hunter, and ah. Iko Iwas is yeah. in the Jiu-Jitsu film. Oh, um, cool. And in this Monster Hunter film, what's his name's in it as well? Which I didn't, who I didn't see in the trailer, Ron Perlman. Is he? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. And Megan Good's in it as well. She's, I mean, she's still looking fire anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, like, like I say, like, I'm, I'm gonna watch it because I watch like almost anything. But like, I think I, I just, I just like spectacles. Like even that, um, World of Warcraft movie, and I've never played that game. I watched that in the cinema, and I was like, yeah, this is all right. This is fine. Um. I'm always going to give like a film a chance, like, and it looks mm. like there's probably some real good like VFX people that worked really hard on it, and okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll I'll give it a chance, I'll give it a chance, um, just I'll go with really low expectations. Yeah, well, I I reckon the thing is I'm still, like I said, like I'm I'm not even thinking of going to the cinema to see it. In in my head, I think it's the type of thing that they're going to put it on streaming, so that's why that's definitely where oh, the income gets involved. Oh so, um, yeah, is it gonna? Is it straight to Netflix or straight to HBO Max or something? Yeah, yeah, something. Yes, probably something like that. That's that's what I can see happening. Right, so, right, right, yeah. right. Nice. But, um, but yeah, but okay, but okay. So moving on from that. So, like I said, the, the topic of today was basically video game movies. Yeah. The best, the worst, or should I say, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um. <laughs> So do you, do you, uh, how are we gonna do this? You wanna go first or should I go first or should I go yeah. back and forth? Well well basically, like I've picked what I think are the five worst video game movie adaptations, and you've kind of picked what in your opinion what the five best are. And I guess we just like we just discuss it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. So yeah, yeah. should we go like one at a time? Okay, cool. Like, Let's go one at a time then. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, should we start with good or bad? Let's, let's start with bad. It's Halloween, man. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with probably for me the biggest video game adaptation blunder of all time. And I know you haven't seen this, but I'm gonna bring it mm-hmm. up. It's the Super Mario Brothers movie, right? Okay, okay. I've heard many a thing about this film, and I still haven't yeah. seen it. And like, right. I'm I'm gonna set the scene. It's 1993. It is yeah. absolute peak Super Mario Brothers hype. The Super Mario Brothers three had come out a couple of years before. Mm. People were still vibing on that. I think the Super Mario World was out as well. Everyone's loving it. Like Mario can do no wrong. So obviously they're thinking. Yeah, we gotta get a Super Mario Brothers from our ASAP. It will just like it'll just blow everyone away. It doesn't really matter like what it's about because people will go watch it. As soon as you see that trailer, you're gonna like tag you're gonna like go mum, dad, like let's go watch it. The mm. 993. This film is directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. Which should be the f- your first worry because who are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, was saying, I thought you were going to tell me that they did something nah. amazing, but dropped the ball on this. <laughs> who are they? Well, they they what? There's one thing they did like in the kind of like late eighties, which the TV series Max Headroom. Did you ever watch? That? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love that show. Yeah, it's it's great, right? It's great. But what mm. made them think they could transition to like a big blockbuster video game movie? Like, like you, you, it just didn't work. So. How I'm going to do this is because you you haven't watched the film. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna tell you the plot. I'm gonna go through the plot, like yeah. the synopsis of the movie, just to tell you how mad and different from like what the game is. Because you think 
right the video in the video game it's a plumber he goes down a pipe or well actually it doesn't even tell you that you're you're in this magical world and you have to find princess basically mm. and yeah and bowser's got her and that's the basic premise so okay this is this is the plot of the film and i think i didn't watch it in cinema but i had it on i got it on vhs and i had and i think i watched it with one of our mutual friends I think it was with Michael Nuna or like John Nevs or one of those crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we big kids as well. So like we were like oh, so hyped for it. So okay, this is the plot. So 65 million years ago, a meteorite crashes into, into the earth, killing the dinosaurs and splitting the universe into two parallel dimensions. The surviving dinosaurs cross into a new dimension and evolve into a humanoid race. So that's that's kind of cool. Like they they're given a backstory to to where like Bowser comes from and, and all that. So then in, in the present, a mysterious woman leaves a large egg along with a rock at a Catholic orphanage. Like, what the fuck already? Sorry for swearing. But as she <laughs> attempts to, to leave, she's accosted by King Cooper, who demands the location of the rock. So already, like, you have King Cooper in our dimension without any explanation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then for, for no reason, a rock falls on the woman's head and kills her. And that and then the egg hatches, and it's, it's got a, like a girl in it, right? And then 20 years later, this is already confusing, 20 years later, Mario and Luigi are it, uh, Italian-American plumbers in Brooklyn, mm. um, and there's this whole thing about their business is being overtaken by the mafia um, and by this, constru- <laughs> by this construction company called the, Scapelli, the Scapellis, right? And you're like, mm. what is this movie? Like, I'm a kid. I don't need to know about the mafia and all that stuff. <laughs> And then, like it's get, and then Luigi, he falls for um, a NYU student called Daisy, right? Who mm. is coincidentally underneath the Brooklyn Bridge, bridge looking for dinosaur bones. So this okay. is this is crazy already. They have a date, and then um, Daisy takes Luigi to the bridge again, and they witness two of two of the mafia's men uh, sabotaging some pipes underneath the bridge, right? And mm. then Mario and Luigi try and fix it, but then get knocked unconscious by Iggy and Spike, two of Cooper's like henchmen, and they kidnap Daisy. Um, and then Mario and Luigi they wake up after being knocked out, and they've been they've went through the portal and they're in Dino Hatton, right? That's what it's called, Dino Hatton, which mm. is like the dinosaur version of Manhattan, obviously, because man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dino Hatton. <clears throat> and then, to be honest, like it, like it just gets crazy from there um i'm not going to go into the whole thing but it just deviates from any kind of plot of mario brothers you've ever seen there's this whole kind of madness with um uh cooper sending spike in and iggy to kind of locate daisy because she's gone missing in 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 in, um dino hatton so you don't get any of the cool locations you get in any of the computer games you're basically they just couldn't be bothered. So you're basically still in Manhattan, just there were dinosaurs w- walking around. And as you know, like the people, the cast is actually quite good, which is probably yeah. one of the few saving graces of this like mess of a film. Bob Bob Hoskins is Mario. The late um, and John Liguizamo is Luigi. But yeah, and like uh, this has kind of been a meme for a while, but do you know what Mario's surname is? Yeah, isn't it Mario? Yeah, Mario, Mario, and Luigi, yeah, Mario. Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> Dennis Hopper is, pre- is is President Cooper, King Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Samantha Mathis is Daisy. Like I Samantha Mathis. Yeah, like it's just a, and Lance Henriksen is in it as just this little like fungus king thing. Lance um, in it as well. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's crazy, but like um, the end. Right, this is a spoiler, but you'll probably never watch it. Um, they say they save they save Daisy to get back to the earth, but then in the post credit scene, two J- Japanese business executives propose making a video game based on Iggy and Spike, who are now trapped on Earth, and they and it ends with them saying, "We'll call it the Super Cooper Cousins." I'm like what? What is this movie? What is this movie? <laughs> Bro, that is, is not a cliffhanger. <laughs> that is not. No one's rushing out to say, yeah, the Super Cooper Cousins. Did you, did you see the end of Mario Brothers? They, they, there's this new thing coming out, Super Cooper Cousins. <laughs> and like, the, it, it's funny because, do you remember that Fred Savage film? Um, um, the, Wiz. the Wizard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they did the whole Mario thing in that better. That was more exciting. And all they did was <laughs> go to like a computer game championship and show a f- yeah. like a couple of scenes from Super Mario 3. And that got more hype about Mario than anything. <laughs> this film is, is so bad. It is so, so bad. And like, it's so bad because it's just the expectation of it was like so high. Mm. And then mm. literally the, the hopes of a million kids just or like 500 million kids just got dashed after it came out but yeah it is terrible um but yeah but maybe 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 do watch just so you can see how bad it is <laughs> you know what to, to be fair like it is is one super mario is one of those films where basically all of my friends i don't know i don't have a friend yeah. who hasn't seen that film i'm yeah. the only person but you uh, want to know something funny i've yeah. always been a very very stubborn guy when it comes <laughs> like like when it comes to comic books and like when it comes to my geekery like I, I've never played any games. If I don't like it, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I think it was on a TV show called Movies, Games, and Videos. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, you remember that, right? Um, or it, it used to be called Movies, 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 and then when the game game industry started to pick up, then they changed ah, to Movies, Games, and Videos. Right, okay. And then I remember seeing the trailer for it, and they used to, they were doing like behind the scenes or something, and I remember watching it and going like, "This is not Mario." <laughs> oh man so bad so yeah so, so I, I purposely not watched it all these years and like to be fair when you give me the breakdown synopsis i was like yeah i'm still not gonna watch it yeah but like don't. yeah I, yeah i just can't do it to myself I can't, the, I can't the, the soundtrack wasn't like terrible though like it had like it had um uh everybody walked the dinosaur in it but not the original it was like a george clinton cover of it which wasn't as good oh, yeah. queens on it like a queen songs on it yeah. Extra, remember that band Extreme? They're on it. Marky Extreme? Mark and the oh, Funky yeah, yeah. Bunch. Marky oh Mark's on it. God damn. Yeah, Marky Mark's on it. Charles, <laughs> Charles and Eddie on it. And it wasn't what? for Would you, Would I Lie to You? It's not that song. They had another song called I Would Stop the World. That was on it. Uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of Rockstar movie uh, for, um, songs. Um, so, yeah, man. Like, and like, it's a movie like they obviously Nintendo are like keep wanting to like make a Mario film, but. No one's made one because that this was such a bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, just don't do it. Don't do it, man. Like, don't do like it. there's certain things, certain things that just shouldn't be touched, and that is definitely one of them. And the other one, I'm not even going to mention because that's just a fucking no-brainer, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Um, okay, so the film that I've chosen, which I think is a good film, but but to be honest, is not actually a good film. It's more of a guilty pleasure, and it's yeah. Assassin's Creed. Ah, okay. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed with uh, Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, Jeremy Irons, Brendan Gleeson, Michael K. Williams. I mean, like, I'm I'm spitting names out, <laughs> and like, ab- amongst them, you're just like, okay, cool. This is a this is this is a cast. Like, th- what? This is a cast that's going to be starring in a video game movie. Like, really? This sounds like it could be something like Shakespeare in a Park or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but you know. But um, but yeah, it's, I've got it's no memory on... of it, man. I've got no. Got me- no I've, I've watched. I've got. I've watched it, but I literally the entire movie has just gone from my head. But you know, I I don't blame you. The thing is, like I said, it's not actually a good film because yeah. it doesn't do what it sets out to deliver, which is essentially give you an engaging and driving plot. That's the issue in regards mm-hmm. to this film, right? So anybody who hasn't played, you know, the Assassin's Creed games, you you know. Throughout the very, depending on what game you're playing, you always play some, you know, a person in the past who's either a part of the Assassin's um, Creed or part of like the, the Knights of the Templar. And they're two factions that have been at war for, for years and I mean, for millions or thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And it's to do with like the apple of one of the apples from the Garden of Eden. And whoever holds the apple is basically able to take away the free will of, of you know, the human race. Um, is what's like I said, I've never actually been a fan of the game. I think I've played a couple of the first games, um, but I, I've always been interested in the story. So yeah. I thought to myself, all right, I didn't call. The, the, the film's going to come out. Maybe the film's going to be based on the game. So I can just watch the film and not have to play the games. <laughs> yeah. But apparently this is set in either an alternate universe or it's set in the same universe, but it's kind of like a side story. And the reason why I like this game is because it gets everything right, like I said, apart from driving the plot forward. It's got an amazing cast. It's got amazing. Well, okay, it has got. It's got an amazing cast. It's got good acting, right? Yeah. It's got good cinematography. 
it's got really, really good choreography, including like parkour running and, you know, the use of rapiers, blades, stone shurikens, like, you know, ninja stars, all that stuff. Um, it's got like a nice bit of like sci-fi element when you're in the present in regards to the machine that they use to send the people back. But it just gets lost in regards to the story that it's trying to tell. And yeah. it also just reminded me that that's the issue that I have with the actual games itself. I think there's like maybe six or seven Assassin's Creed games. Like right now, I think it's the, the, the plot has got so convoluted throughout the whole franchise that people just go like, okay, let me just go play this game. Like technically yeah, yeah, yeah. you could actually remove, for me, you could actually remove the name of the computer game and call it something else and you would still enjoy it because of the mechanics and the graphics and you know mm. whatever storyline you have but it's yeah but to me assassin's creed is is literally just is it's more of a guilty pleasure but i think it's one of those films that technically and especially when it was announced and when the trailers came out it, it was on the cusp of where it could have broken that computer game to film franchise curse yeah but unfortunately it didn't i want to revisit it like based on what you said i'm definitely going to like revisit it now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Go. i mean the, the the soundtrack for it is, is amazing as well man it's got like this whole like turkish middle eastern vibe it, like, oh, nice. like i said everything else fit works apart from the plot or the driving of the plot oh so, yes yeah, so, yes yeah, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to go into as much detail as that because like yeah, yeah. no I, i'm not going to go into yeah. my seat i'll like like i did before i realized like where i went over but um well yeah, I, no, I don't blame cool, you man. like super super mario i think it sounded like it scarred you and you oh, just had did. to get it off your chest so, yeah. yeah there you go man <laughs> and my next one my, ne- my next one scarred me as well and like t- it was like the year after as well so damn like someone should have called childline because i had a bad childhood watching these movies like my next movie is the 1994 absolute disaster class street fighter like and again like you know as well as me street fighter is the game man that was a game that encapsulated so many childhoods i well street fighter 2 was the original street fighter no one really played but it was street fighter 2 you know i played the original street fighter i used to have it in a yeah there used to be a kebab shop around my primary school it was called mehmet's kebab shop right (laughs) and we had street fighter 1 in there and we used to play that but yeah but i agree with you like it wasn't until street fighter 2 came out yeah, that it really set the pace, and that was like it must be like Street Fighter Two was it like ninety two, ninety three, because I remember like the first time I played Street Street Fighter Two was in a in the good old days when in taxi ranks like were just full of kids <laughs> because for some reason taxi ranks had arcade machines in them for people who went to the taxi. I'm yeah, <laughs> so like it became the place to go, and like there was one near our mutual friend James's house, like, literally opposite his house, is. And like for some reason, there was always a and like I probably told you a story where there was always a Jamaican man standing next to the arcade <laughs> machine, and he it was like he was like a proper like ras well he was like a rasta man basically, yeah. And he he looked like he'd just been like smoking weed for like all night, all day, and just woke up, went straight to the taxi ring to stand next to the arcade machine. And what he used to do is he used to like get a screwdriver out of his pocket, and mm. when you're playing the game, he would try and stab your hand with a screwdriver. And what? like, yeah, yeah, he would literally just like, st- like stab that, stab your hand and try and try. But we were so used to it, we would just like factor it into our moves. Like we like, <laughs> we like our left eye would be on the screen, our right eye would be on the raster man, and like we we see him twitch, then we quickly like pull up, pull our hand away when, and he you, you would just hear like the screwdriver go down onto the machine, and then you, you're, <laughs> then you're safe for another like thirty seconds at least. So like it was just you just just to factor it in. Um, so it was like playing with like danger, like really kept your like your senses up, and like mm. and I think that's why I got so good at Street Fighter too. And like you obviously like spending a lot of like because I remember it was like twenty p, and then at one point it turned to thirty p a game. Yeah, thirty p, like, yeah, thirty p again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was so excited. Nineteen ninety four, the the film of the game that I loved was coming out, and then oh my god like but at first we thought Jean-Claude Van Damme wow Raul Julia from Adam's Family this is going to be good Kylie Minogue what yeah like, Kylie, like, come on man come Kylie on man. Minogue. <laughs> and like she's just as bad as you think she is in this like when we watched it like straight away 
it was like because the game has like such a sense it's, it's so exotic you're in all these exotic locations it's so like epic you're on airplane like like fields and like you're in in the middle of tokyo and then you're in this dojo and then you're in all these cool locations in the film you're on some shitty island that this looks like <laughs> like it looks terrible man it looks terrible and like even when I saw the trailer beforehand, I was like, nah, they're probably just like saving all the good stuff. They no, it was absolutely terrible. But but do you know what? This film made money though. That's the thing. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. Like the script is terrible. It makes no sense. It literally makes no sense. But like this film made a hundred million dollars mm. off a budget of thirty five, which is pretty pretty good. Um. So yeah. So that. So I mean, that's all I really have to say about Street Fighter. That it was my expectations were, were were so high but then it what it delivered was just campy absolute bs like the cast was fine besides Kylie Rowe, the cast was fine yeah. like but just the plot was was terrible and i and i remember like the, the even like as a kid watching this like when they um freeze framed at the end when they were all jumping in the air i thought <laughs> yeah yeah are we in 1982 <laughs> is it is is this the brat pack? What is going on, man? What is going on? What is this movie? And then, like, at the I don't remember at the end, like, like you hear like and Bison laughing or something, and you went, that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, like, like he's still alive. He's still alive yeah. or something, isn't he? Yeah. And this and this was uh, this was like a year after the Super Mario Brothers like like post credit scene. It's when they just couldn't figure out post post credit scenes like two in a row. That's just like dog shit. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, that was a big disappointment. Uh, so yeah, so what's your what's your, what's your better movie? My my better movie. I mean, to be fair, with the Street Fighter Two movie, you know what? I'm actually not a Van Damme fan in films. Oh. I prefer Van Damme as a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm I, I like seeing his interviews and 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 I and I think his best movies for me because even though I'm not a fan, I've seen a lot of his movies. Even his best movies are the ones where he gets to ham it up. So I actually like him in Street Fighter. I don't like Street Fighter 2 as a movie, yeah. but I like him in it because he looks like he's just having a whale of a time. And yeah. there's actually a documentary on YouTube which basically goes behind the scenes. Oh. Um, but it's like it's kind of like a revisit of like the making of it. And for the whole of the set or for the whole of the of the shoot of, of Street Fighter 2, Van Damme was off his face on Coke. Uh, I'm not okay, that makes a lot yeah. of sense now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so now <laughs> I understand why he was having a good time. And even though I was participating on the train to Colombia, I now understand why I was having a good time when I was watching it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But for my film, I'm going to go with uh, Silent Hill. Ooh, great film. Yeah, Silent Hill. Yeah, really, really good film. And I think it's one of those horror films which basically stays true as much as it can to the source material which is a, a Konami game. So basically Silent Hill is, you play, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it's like Alan, some generic, you know, white privileged name. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like he like Alan or something like that. And you basically <laughs> find out that your, your daughter goes missing and you, and the only thing that gets, the, the, the only clue that gets left behind is, is, the, is the name Silent Hill. So you then yeah. basically travel to like a, a village or a town called Silent Hill. And the town of Silent Hill basically flirts between our reality and another reality where in this other reality, there's all of your worst fears and all of these demons basically just roam the town. Mm-hmm. And so like, I mean, th- I mean, I mean, anybody who hasn't played a Silent Hill game or seen the Silent Hill movie, if you've been to a Comic-Con, you've seen somebody do a, do a cosplay at some point, especially during the Halloween periods. Yeah, so there's yeah, the, one, yeah. the nurse where the, the nurse basically just has like a, a mouth for a face and just walks around there they also have like these creatures but they're babies that walk around with like knives that just stab you yeah and there's obviously like you know the, the infamous you know one of the big bads from the from the computer game which is pyramid head yeah yeah. It literally so has a metal pyramid as a kind of a head yeah 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 as a head yeah like, like a beak almost uh, yeah yeah but then i i heard I, I was watching like another little youtube thing where basically that the pyramid head is basically meant to represent sodomy in regards to some childhood trauma that the character, let's just call him Alan again, has somehow <laughs> suffered 
and that's and that's basically him chasing like i don't know i tried to watch it i tried to watch the whole thing about the computer games because it's one of those computer games that has like five different endings yeah and i was yeah, like yeah, let me just stick yeah. to the movie and the thing that i like about the movie is that it takes the essence of the computer game yeah. and it just sticks to that it doesn't try to get make it too complicated it doesn't try to oversimplify things it just basically goes like this is what it's about this is the pitch guy loses his daughter has to go to this town this town basically at some point you know during the day becomes a place in festival of demons let's run with that and i was yeah. like you know what that's cool and that worked um but i think in the because i'm actually getting both of them mixed up so i think there's two mm-hmm. and the second one is good and that one stars sean bean and he survives oh right yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and i think the first one stars rather mitchell who right, was an yeah, Australian yeah. actress um, who I think was like in Neighbours or, or Home and Away at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, but it's literally just one of those, one of those films that I think the reason why it works for me is because it stinks to the essence of the game. Um, and, and it doesn't shy away from the goriness of the game as well. Yeah. So like, it's one of those things where you don't necessarily have to be a fan of the computer game. You could just be a fan of like just a horror movie and still go in there and enjoy yourself. So that's the reason why I put that, as, I put that on my list. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's great. It's great. Um, yeah, so back back to the bad movies again. Yeah. <laughs> My next bad movie is the original Doom film. Oh, Doom. Jesus. And like, and so like, you've probably seen like the Doom, I mean, Doom's obviously one of the, the biggest, most well-known games, but like the movie version, like, again, it's one of those times when you expect a lot because you have such a rich source material like it's one of the most like important like first person like shooter games there, there, there's ever been and like if this this is it's the thing that always gets me if you talked about this cast now in the year 2020 instead of when this was made in 2005 it'll be a different story this True. cast is dwayne john dwayne the rock johnson mm-hmm. it's carl urban mm-hmm. rosamund pike mm-hmm. holy moly like you're that that movie would win Oscars right now. Like yeah, that is yeah. a cool, like they're just cool people. Two thousand and five, The Rock was still he was just a wrestler. This was like his almost the first thing. This was actually I think the last movie where he was just credited as The Rock. He wasn't. Oh serious? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It just says The Rock in it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He he yeah. was. He wasn't Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So like, and like to be fair, like he he this was acted a little bit like it was just like a like backstage at a wrestling at a wrestling event like his his acting hadn't quite finessed at that point and again mm. like Carl Urban, Urban tried his best and and Rosamund Pike but just they had a little to play with because the story is just not not good they try yeah. to like stick as much as possible to the to the to the game about the wormhole portals where these aliens kind of uh come through from like mars basically but like and the the, the soldiers have been put into these marines actually have been put into place to kind of you know like to to because they're answering a distress call or some some rubbish but um yeah man it's like the budget was 70 million and it made like 60 million dollars so like that is not good okay. the market on this was big i don't know if you remember the market was big yeah yeah i remember i remember like, yeah like it was everywhere but then Again, this is another time I watched it in the cinema and I was just like, what is going on? And like, also, I must say, like, I watched Doom Annihilation, which was the the second sequel. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a reboot, kind of like a sequel. It's it's more reboot than a sequel. And that's Doom Annihilation uh, by Tony Giglio. Um, The movie isn't the greatest, but I preferred it to the original doom because it tried to at least pay do some fan service and give the fans what they want which which the original doom movie didn't doom annihilation was just like okay well what do people actually want and they kind of gave you that as best they could with their kind of limited budget because i can't see what the budget is but the budget was pretty low um i know two of the stars two of the the leads in this so like i'm a bit biased as well yeah um Gemma, my friend Gemma Moore, who was in Host, she she was in Doom Annihilation, um, and uh, my friend Amma Chada Patel uh, was in this as well. Um, so it's funny just hearing them talk <coughs> about like working on this and being in this. It's 
it's it's it's kind of strange but um yeah i've got a lot of love for the for the sequel but not for not for the original so i would say if there's a movie to miss like street fighter and super mario brothers watch it out of curiosity but don't even watch the first doom like not even because it's it's got the rock in it it's just a bad bad movie um yeah Hmm. Okay, okay what's next for you What's next for me? Um, well, I, well, while you were talking, I, look, I looked up Gemma as well. I just realised that um, that she's in Wonder Woman as well, right? Yeah, Wonder Woman host. Yeah, yeah, host. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, that 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 this film host it keeps on popping up everywhere. Fuck hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So my next film, I actually want to leave the best film to last. Okay. So my next film, like I said, even though I've I've kind of shit on the franchise already. Um. Have you noticed, listeners? If you've noticed, I've kind of left. The, you know like the initials out I'm just gonna be talking like flat out now like because <laughs> some of these films just upset me but um <laughs> Resident Evil Apocalypse which is the second one I like it man I, I like it I a like lot. it yeah I do like it I, I like it because once again I feel that it takes the essence of the second computer game which is still a horror movie game or still a horror survival but it adds a bit more of a of an action element into the game and I felt that that's what happened with the second one. So it still had the horror, the horror element where you have to run around zombies and fight against tyrants. And then you've got the Umbrella Corporation playing a bit more of a, of a, of a larger part in regards to the plot. And, and, I, and I felt like this one was the right balance of action and horror because from this point onwards, it, the films just got really bad for me. Like they, they yeah. just started to become like really, you know, like really action-based and, you know, like, 150 cuts just to show somebody taking a gun out of a holster and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not yeah. even pull the trigger. Yeah. So yeah, so that's it. So yeah, so I do like that, and I and I do. But if I remember correctly, I don't think Paul W S Anderson actually directed that one. Yeah, he he stopped. He 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 came back at the end, I think. But yeah, there was a while that he just he checked out for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's 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 my favorite. That's my favorite one. Um, yeah. Just like I said, just because once again, it feels more like the second game, which I feel is easily one of the best. And to be fair, I have a, it has a special place in my heart because the first Resident Evil game that I played was the second one. And then yeah. I went to the first one and then I continued to play the franchise as the game started coming along. So, um, so yeah, so it kind of just fell into line with, with what I was used to seeing on while holding a joypad in my hand. Mm-hmm. And then while watching it on screen, you know, with actors, you know, playing out these characters. So, um, yeah, so once again, it, it still starts, it still stars, um, Mila Jovovich. It had Sienna Gilroy. Or was okay. it yeah, yeah, Sienna Gilroy? I haven't seen her in a little while. Yeah. And um, and to be fair, I think that's all I can remember. But like I said, this film is more of a guilty pleasure as yeah. opposed to saying, like, oh, this is an amazing computer game film. So I, yeah, but I could, I, so all of the re- like like I said, like before we start recording, I love all the Re- Resident Evil films. Like I, I Yeah, could, but I don't I, understand. <laughs> I think I just like watching Mila Jovovich fight zombies I think okay fair enough I just think she's got like style and like and like this this film was when she was at her absolute peak like yeah yeah yeah. um so that's why I mean she's the reason I'm going to watch Monster Hunter because I just think she's a great um alluring star um yeah yeah, and this is her at peak I, I would say that for the second Resident Evil movie, I expect it to be on par with the second Resident Evil game, which is yeah. the best Resident Evil game. It's and it's not, but oh uh, yeah, it, I I enjoyed it too. Okay, okay, yeah. In fact, I, I think I'm actually looking at the wrong. Was it was it the second Resident Evil? Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah, I did get it right. So Resident Evil is Apocalypse. It is the second. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, it's got it's got Odette Fair in it as well. Who's uh. Oh, he's a he's, he's a nice little actor, you know. When he when he's you know when he's in something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, what you got? What you got next? My next one is and I, there's a there's like a blog I used to have probably about like ten years ago, and I wrote for some reason I wrote lots about this next film, and it's Alone in the Dark. Um, oh shit! Yeah, I used to have this blog, and I think it might have been to where I basically went through the bottom one hundred movies on IMDb like one by one, and I watched it like I was literally watching. Um, uh, what's that film with the American, the American, the two American Idol Pete from from Justin to Kelly? Like that at the time, that was the lowest movie on on IMDb. So like I was like reviewing from Justin to Kelly, and this other one that I reviewed is Alone in the Dark, the mm-hmm. Christian Slater movie. 
based on uh, a computer game. Once again, like you've got you, I can never pronounce his name correctly, but you ball, you ball, you you ball, yeah, you've you ball, who's a, a German <laughs> director who has like some shady way of financing his movies. I don't know how yeah. he does it. Like it's yeah. some weird like tax break government grant weird thing. <laughs> but like he seemed, and he always seems to get video game licenses. And yeah. he's kind and like weirdly like mostly he make it makes money kind of makes somehow makes money but this film is a disaster because alone in the dark was again it was a popular supernatural game kind of one of the first like supernatural like horror games that kind of like broke it big um but this this has come out in 2005 and it stars unfortunately like as the lead woman tara reed along alongside chris uh christian slater and tara reed even at this point 2005 she was like not she was not at her best. Um, Stephen Dorff's in it was kind of cool. Um, it's just this film's almost too good for him, but I always saw Stephen <laughs> Dorff as a cheap guy, as it is like a, 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 the cheap Christian Slater. To, so to have yeah. them in the same movie is kind of weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always um, like into the Spider Verse, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but man, this film is so damn bad, just badly executed. And like Christian Slater is meant to be like this, this kind of. Like it's, it's kind of like a government agent who like a bit like the X-Files like who specializes in like the supernatural he goes into this like this house where apparently like all this like weird weird stuff happened and oh man it's 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 just terrible and Tara Reid is just every time she's on screen he just sucks out any goodwill that the game and Christian Slater <laughs> has literally yeah, you forget Christian Slater was, was in Heathers you forget he he's in like pump up the volume and you're just like judging him for like for like being in this movie like even, even like Mr. Robot you like you, you forget he's in Mr. Robot because like this film is like so bad um and this was kind of around the time Stephen Dorff was like making a little bit of, of a renaissance for himself, but this kind of like firmly like stopped that. Um, mm. But yeah, man, like I don't know what people expect from it. It's really, really, really damn hard to make a good video game movie, especially a horror-based one, because usually the the reason why the horror game game works is because you're there you're the person who has to open these doors you're the person who has to creep around corners and then this you're just following tara reed as she just like bumbles away like from place to place just like stinking up the the film um (laughs) it's not it is it's not good man it's not good don't don't even track it down like it's one so it won like yeah, it won a golden, it won a ras- golden raspberry for like worst director, and Tara Reid was nominated for worst actress too. But man, it is just bad. There's like the soundtrack's awful. It's just like the cliched like heavy metal music on a horror film, like which should have stopped like years ago. Like it's just annoying mm. now. Um, but yeah, just don't watch it. Like, just do not watch it. <laughs> I, I I try I tried to watch it a, a few years ago. I yeah. think it was on that Sky. Or film for something or something, um, and yeah. to be fair, I, I I got bored and I, and I remember turning it off because I remember at one point there just seemed to be nothing happening, but and but then I do also remember seeing a DVD case for it for Alone in the Dark because it got like a, I'm not sure if this was a marketing player, but it was meant to be quite a gory gory film, right? In yes, regards to like the blood yeah. and guts and stuff like that. So yeah. I remember on the front of the case, it, even though it was like rated 18. Yeah. There was also like a little special disclaimer that said that right, like it, it contains extreme gore, and yeah. I was like, okay, cool, let me peep it. So you know, like <laughs> I said, one day I'm watching it, um, you know, it pops up on TV, and I'm and I try to watch it, and I just go like, wow, this just looks bad. Yeah. Like I'm sure, like you know, Christian Slater is leaning on something, and the thing that he's leaning on is a wall, but the wall is shaking. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. these are the, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. So bad, yeah, I mean, man. and and to be fair, I'm not sure, but I'm. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, a Lone in the Dark film killed the Lone in the Dark computer game franchise. Probably I don't remember seeing anything after that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. God, like, and that film appears, like, if you've got Sci-Fi Channel or, like, yeah, Channel 5 <laughs> late at night, that film pops up every now and again, and you're like, ah, oh, Chris and Slater's in this, maybe I'll... But don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. Save yourself, like, 90 minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what's your final film? No, what's your... <laughs> second from fi- final film okay my second from final film is a computer generated animation <laughs> and it's a final fantasy king's grave ah okay so, nice yeah so so it was the prequel 
to the Final Fantasy 15 game, um, which, I mean, depending on who you speak to, Final Fantasy fans either loved it or they hated it. You know, there was a there was a whole host of problems in regards to bringing a game out. It was 10 years in production. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, for the computer game, the computer game did get a few things right. But once again, it did the complete opposite to what some of these computer game films have done is that it didn't know how to drive a plot forward, which is which is crazy. So like it was kind of based on this whole thing where like, you know, you're traveling across uh, a, a mythical land um, after there's been a civil war and your father's been killed and it's you and your three friends who you consider brothers. And in interviews and, you know, like marketing, they basically said that it was going to be like, in, like, like a, a fantasy version of Stand By Me. And we all know that Stand By Me is an amazing film. It's a, yeah, I have yeah. never read the book, but I know, I know, I know you've read the book and I know you've seen the film and I know you've done them probably multiple times. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but Stand By Me, is basically, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful coming, coming of age story, you yeah. know? And it gets that right. But the, but the computer game just isn't able to ram the plot home. Like, once again, it kind of goes all over the place, mm. and which is completely opposite to the prequel film. And the prequel film basically takes place, I think, like a day or two days before the actual computer game that you're playing. Oh, okay. And um, nice. and once again, it's just got the right amount of Final Fantasy magic in it and Final Fantasy action. And the CGI has really, really stepped up from when they released um, Advent Children oh, yeah. and, and, and Spirits Within. So, I mean, it's, it's just a really... In fact, I wouldn't even say it's even a guilty pleasure. I actually just really enjoy watching it. Um, cool. and, and it's got an amazing it's got an amazing voice and um, voice cast in it as well I mean obviously you've got Sean Bean in yeah, there yeah, as well yeah. just because Sean Bean's in everything I, I think in fact Sean Bean's in everything right now I think Sean Bean may be my kitchen making a cup of tea <laughs> that's how much he's in everything yeah but um, yeah it's just one of those it's just one of those films where basically you could actually watch the movie and not have to play the, not have to play the computer game and yeah, that's the reason yeah, yeah. why I put it on this list because it just hold it, it stands up by itself. So yeah, nice, cool. My final film is going to be a, a, just another one that's just an absolute disappointment. Um, I loved the game so much. Uh, originally, I played it in the arcade, and then I had a Dreamcast, and then I bought both the games on Dreamcast. But then when I got myself a little office um, to do like my record label stuff and all that stuff, I, the first arcade machine I bought, cause I, I don't know, I always, I'm still like living that big, that big lifestyle from when, when I watch big, I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, when I'm older, I'm going to have an arcade machine in my, in my place. So like when I got an office, I'm just like, yep, first thing I'm going to buy is a house of the dead arcade machine oh, with geez. the guns, the, the guns. I played that game to death, man. Like, I, like <laughs> I had to sell it because I was like not doing any work. I was just like playing that game. Um, so I love the game so much, and like this, the film version is so damn bad. However much I love the arcade game, is how much I hate the film. The film just messed. It just messed with the storyline. Like, it, it's basically one of those things where you. Uh, like this house could be anywhere, right? But they put a house on this kind of like magical island type nonsense, mm-hmm. and like, man, like the and the, the 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 biggest crime was the zombies were not scary. Like in the game, when the, when the zombies appear and the monsters appear, you are yeah. scared. In the House of the Dead film, you are not scared because they just with horror, it's all about timing and mm-hmm. like you just need to get it right and you need to earn the scares. You need to earn the deaths. You don't give a crap about any of these people <laughs> like they honestly everything's messed up they messed up all the timing like they just got everything wrong you can do with a horror film let alone a horror video game film so yeah i mean that's what i want to kind of really say on that because it's such a disappointment like house of the dead is just a film of the dead man it's for, like i don't know it's terrible but would you say that the film was so bad that they would be turning in their graves oh god <laughs> god <laughs> That's my dad joke. I told my dad joke. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've seen House of the Dead as well. I, saw, I actually saw it a few years ago. Yeah, and, um, yeah like the, the, the funny thing is, I actually remember watching it, but I couldn't tell you what happened because I remember watching it and zoning out. Not that I fell asleep or that, you know, like, you know, I was, I ended up doing something else like going on my phone. 
I yeah. literally just stared at the screen and watched it. And I saw images moving, but I zoned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's, how, that's how bad it was. I meant like there's the, the use of slow motion in, the, in regards to some of the actions. It was just bad. It's yeah, just a it's bad, so it's just a bad, 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 bad movie. Like, damn, like, like you said, like that Yui Brol guy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, he lucks out. He like, I'm sure he owns, I, I reckon he owes a lot of Russians some money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly he owes me a, like a many hours of my life back probably oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's the standard yeah. <laughs> so like cleanse our palette with, with the final film which is one of the good ones what's your final movie Rich well I think um, I thought cleansing of the palette I think it's, it's, it cleansed more than the palette I think it actually broke the computer game transition to film curse okay. and I'm going to choose Sonic the Hedgehog Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, man, loved it, loved it. Like, really, really loved it. Like, I mean, it was surprising how good it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. It was just. I took. I took my son to see it. So my son was. He's into Sonic now. He's into Sega. You know, like I mean, we don't really have console. Well, I mean, we've got a console that we play on, but we don't have a Mega Drive. Play on the PlayStation Four. But he was into Sonic, where he was like watching Sonic the animated cartoon, like Sonic yeah. X, Sonic nice. Boom, and all of this stuff. So when we saw the trailer for it. That's it. He was like, yeah, we're going to the cinema. And I was like, yeah, mm, okay, cool, fair enough. So I ended up taking him. And like you said, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Big style. Like, literally. And big don't t- forget, yeah, like, big time. Do you remember it's like when it when it was announced and the first trailer came out, everyone was like, This is gonna be the disaster of the year. This is gonna yeah. be the worst movie of all time. You've messed with Sonic, blah, blah, blah. It they they were tricking everyone. They had no intention of releasing that version of Sonic. They just wanted to make people go, no, I want the old Sonic. And they had that shout, you know. They had it lined up. It's just like awesome. They they obviously went to like this super good marketing company. It's like, look, we've got this crazy idea. We're going to release the trailer. We're going to, it's going to be bad. And then people will be like, oh no, I wish they used the old Sonic. And then that will be it because I've never seen a film turn around as much as this from being an ab- like a joke, like literally the joke of the year to being one yeah. of the most loved movies of the year. Cause no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And also Jim Carrey is so good in this. It, this is back to his best, best, best stuff, man. The oh. thing is in, in regards to Jim Carrey, the thing that I found that I found amazing, it reminded me how good he was because yeah. in this, he wasn't even going for Jim Carrey. No, he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna give you like maybe ten percent, and I was like, this guy's—he's so good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, like I miss him. Like I remember I was watching him on yeah. screen, and I actually got—I actually went to myself like I miss seeing Jim Carrey yeah. do the funny stuff on screen. Maybe in the sequel, like it seems like it's lining up for a sequel, and I hope. Oh yeah, that, like, sequel, that sequel is definitely coming. Yeah, Sonic and Tails, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be so good. But yeah, but but I, but I think like the, one of the reasons why it worked is because. Number one, it once again, I think what a lot of the mistakes that a lot of these comic book film comic book computer game films make is that they try to they try to complicate things. This one just kept it nice and simple. And don't get me wrong, the plot and the backstory, you know, might get a bit more convoluted as the sequels come along. But this is the first film and it's aimed at kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know for a fact that the kids that are gonna see this and the next time they see it or next time they see the sequel, they're gonna be a little bit older. So you can then expand it like that. And that's what I feel is, is what they did right. It reminds me totally. of what they did so well of like the Harry Potter franchise. You know, totally. it starts yeah. off like, uh, you know, we're a franchise for kids, but as the films get darker, the audience gets older as well. So it's, so it's not too much of a shock to the system. But you just have this, this teenage hedgehog, you know, like, you know, and like, you know, and all kids who, are, who aren't teenagers yet, they want to be teenagers. And, you know, and, they, and they think that he's cool. It is blue hedgehog and he's super super fast. He eats hot dogs. Like he's Sonic the Hedgehog in that movie to kids is what Marty McFly was to us as kids. It's true. He's, yeah. just, he's just that cool kid that you want to be or you want to be friends with. And then you then team him up with like, you know, the human counterpart, which is, you know, um the guy from X-Men. I can never remember. Yeah. His name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, and, Cyclops, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyclops from X-Men. And then on top of that, he's got he's got a wife. And, and his wife is black. So you've got like a cool yeah. hedgehog. You've got the guy from X-Men and you've got his wife is black. So you've got interrelationship. And, you know and then you've got Jim Carrey. Do you know what? Like I thought it was quite good. 
Son- Sonic never refers to, to to the interracial relationship. He's kind of cool like that. Like, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sonic was going to be surprised, but like he let it go, which is kind of cool. <laughs> he, walk, he walks in with his belt, said <laughs> chewing tobacco. Yeah. What, what we have here, Boris? Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but it was like it was just a fun movie. Like, and I had a kid sitting behind me in the cinema who was who was just like being disruptive and just like saying to his parents, and his parents weren't stopping him. Like every five minutes, the kid was like, "Is Sonic dead? Is so- I, think, <laughs> I think Sonic's dead now." And this was like five minutes in. Is, is Sonic the Hedgehog dead now? It's like, what is he watching? He's watching the same film as me. Like, <laughs> but Sonic's literally just sitting in the car. Is Sonic dead now? Like, what? What is going on at home, mate? Like, uh. <laughs> no, no. In fact, you know, now that you've said that, like I said, I took Luca to see it, and that's probably one of the only films where he sat down for the entirety of like hour and a half, and he didn't fidget or anything. He nice. literally just sat down and just watched it. Like, boom. Yeah, and it's like a like, literal yeah. all ages movie, isn't it? It's like the perfect adaptation. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, this was fun, was, man. Yeah. That was emotional. That was emotional, man. <laughs> this was fun. Um yeah, thank you for asking me back on back on uh Wulong Talks. Like Well, you know, like I said, you know, you're always more than welcome. And like, to, to be honest, we talk nearly every day anyway. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy to be the uncle traveling mat to you guys fraggles at, <laughs> like, like anytime, anytime. Cool, cool. Well, listen, I know that you got to shoot off because I know yeah, you've got some other things to be kind of, kind yeah, of yeah. overrun. So quickly let them know, uh, the audience, where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd, J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D, and the same on Instagram. Okay, cool. And the same for me on Instagram, it is Rich Reviews, and it's uh, Rich Reviews for Twitter, and obviously Wulong Talks on Instagram and on Twitter as well. But there'll be the little voiceover, you know, theme tune, disclaimer thing at the end of this, just in case you didn't get that. So on top of that, Jed, say good night. Good night. Okay, and for me, it's good night, and uh, we'll have another episode for you hopefully soon. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BrickPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 